When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Inside Syracuse Basketball with Mike Waters, presented by Syracuse.com. College basketball is a great thing. Anything can happen. Welcome to the Inside Syracuse Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Waters. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Chris McCullough. McCullough played one year at Syracuse, and this year he will be playing for Bayheim's Army in the TBT for the first time. I talked with McCullough about his injury-shortened season at Syracuse, all of the places he has played professionally around the world, and his memories of little Buddy Beheim at the team's practices back in 2015. Chris, it has been a long time since you and I have had a chance to talk to each other. How are you? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing good, trying to maintain, man. That's, that's about it. <laughs> well, we got a lot to catch up on, but obviously uh, the first thing we have to talk about is the reason I wanted to have you on is uh, the basketball tournament. TBT is starting up. And you're, we're finally getting you on Bayheim's Army this year. Uh, are you yeah. looking forward to finally playing with, with Bayheim's Army? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't wait. I mean, I was supposed to play last year, but uh, fortunately, the events have happened, so I, I couldn't play last year. So I'm just ready to get back out there, put this orange jersey on, and, and hopefully win. You know, I know you tried to get on Bayheim's Army a couple times in the past. Two years ago, you were all set. You were going to be at Bayheim's Army, but – you had an opportunity in the Philippines to mm-hmm. go join a team, uh, the San Miguel Beermen, right? Yeah. You had an opportunity to go join them for a playoff run. Mm-hmm. You did your job. I, I definitely did do my job. I, I came, I think the team was two and five or even two and seven when I got there. And we, we won like the, we won like 18 games in a row and we lost one game before the playoffs. Then we lost two games in the playoff. And after that, we, we ended up winning a championship. So I, I definitely did do my job. <laughs> he did it so job. well, though, that the playoffs in the Philippines extended into the start of TBT, so you weren't able to play. Yeah. That's you exactly probably never happened. thought that was going to happen when you went over there. Um, I, I, Honestly, I, I didn't think we was going to get that far in the playoffs. In the Philippines, uh, we were the seventh seed. So every team that's a seventh seed, you have to play a team. You have to beat them twice in order to in order to uh, go to the next round. So yeah, if we would have lost one game, we would have been out the playoffs. So my whole, I, I thought we were gonna lose either one game. I, I didn't know. So, but we, we didn't lose. We, we kept on playing. We kept on winning, and then I, they won that championship. <laughs> I remember that year because in between the Bayheim's Army stuff, I was getting snippets of video from the Philippines and writing updates about how you were doing, and it just yeah, kept yeah, going yeah, and yeah. going. 
what was it like playing ball in the Philippines? Because uh, I know a lot of guys have gone over there and played, but it's just such a foreign country to a lot of folks here. I've, I don't even have a picture in my head about what it must be like. What's it like to play um, ball there? Um, honestly, it, if, if you, if you really into culture, it can be amazing. Like for me, I'm really into, I'm big on culture. So I went out there, I embraced it. They embraced me. And the, the basketball game out there is so big. They love basketball. And if you wanted a good guy or the top guys, you know, you enjoy the Philippines, they really take care of you. So I, I was getting treated like I was LeBron out there. Like I, I couldn't go into places without security. Um, I couldn't walk through the mall by myself. I just need to see, like, it, it just, the fans is real fans, just real basketball fans out there. I love it, to be honest. Now, from the video I saw, the, the level of play was pretty good, but intense, physical. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's real, that's like the most physical place I've played so far. They beat you up pretty good. Yeah, that's like the that's like the real physical. That's the most physical game I I ever played out there. And I know last year uh, you had the tragic death of, of a friend who was close to you right right before the tournament started. So you, you elected not to play last year. I'm sorry about that again. Even a year uh, a year removed, it must still be painful. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um. So, but how did Kevin Belby and the and the rest of the guys recruit you to play this year? Um, well, but me and Belby, we, we stay in contact. He, he texts me every once in a while, I see how I'm doing. Uh, he, he just texted me a little while ago because I was in the city working out. He wanted to come see me, but I, I guess he was doing something. He was busy. But um, also Jack, you know, Jack was one of my boys at Syracuse. He uh he calls me a lot, checks up on me. Uh, he's trying to see we, we go out to get dinner and stuff like that. So he just called me one day like, "Yo, you, you ready to play this year?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I'm all in this year." I supposed to play last year. I couldn't play because that happened, but I'm, I'm all in this year. So. Kevin Belby has said that you are you know, one of the guys he's been trying to get here. And, and the type of player, truly, that Bayheim's Army has kind of lacked in, la- in, the, you know, in past years. An athletic big man who can help inside defensively, but also on offense, step outside and, and just kind of be a threat from all over the floor. Yeah, from yeah. what you've seen of Bayheim's Army in past TBT games, you know, do you is that where you see yourself fitting in? Uh, I mean, yeah, any way I can help the team because I mean, the, the goal is to win. So, any way I can help the team and win in any aspect of the game, I'm going to try to do. Um, I'm a rebound, I'm a block shot, I'm a run the floor, I'm do things I do. I mean, my, my game definitely got way better from when it looked like last time you see me play in Syracuse. My, my game is totally different. So, I, I'll be doing things that a lot of guys haven't seen me done in, in a couple years. So, it, it should be good. Well, I only got to see you play 16 games in Syracuse, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, the last time I saw you in a Syracuse uniform, you were flat on your back with uh, when you went down with the with the knee injury that ended your, your season back in 2015. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> it was, but a, a tragic end, really, to, to your college career. Yeah. Now, did you at all think about coming back and rehabbing and 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 taking another college year. Um, I, I honestly did, but in my mind, when it first happened, I never really knew what ACL was. I had to really do research and look it look it up and see how see how long it takes you to, re- to come back from rehab and everything. And I, I was saying like a year and a half. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, I come back next year. I'm still not gonna play that that next year because it's a year and a half. So the time I come back, I'll be a junior. I'm only gonna be really have another year and 
when you go to the NBA, they don't really like older guys. They like younger guys who still got a lot of, you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, all right, nah, I, I got to go when my name's on the board. I got to go when, when, I, when I'm hot. So that's what that's what it was. How confident were you that you were going to be a first-round draft pick that year? You know, especially with the injury. Did, did teams, did they? Did anybody give you a promise, or was it just, um, know, where was your confidence at? No, no team. I mean, I was confident. I was confident about it. But no, no team really gave me a, prom, uh, a, a promise. But I definitely knew Brooklyn really liked me for my interview. Like, I couldn't work out. So I had, I had straight interviews. I had to make sure I was well prepped for my interviews. I had to make sure all my interviews went went really well. There were several teams, so I, I knew I knew uh, Boston and Brooklyn was looking at me. Boston was looking at me for the twenty eighth pick, and I knew Brooklyn had the twenty ninth pick, so I knew I knew that. That was a little bit of a roll of the dice, then. If you didn't, you know, if because if you didn't really know, yeah, sometimes uh, you got better yourself. That's all. <laughs> um. Going back to Bayheim's army, we kind of got, I I got distracted there with the college thing when you mentioned how long it had been since I had seen you play at Syracuse. Um, You know, the funny thing about this year's Bayheim's army roster, you didn't play with any of these guys at Syracuse. They either played before you or after you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I play, I played pickup with like ED, with Tyler before Uh, me and Drew played together on, on every, on every Bayhawks. So I played with Drew before, um, but now I haven't played with nobody else. I, I played against CJ before, but not in college, and like, like a basketball tournament outside. Besides that, that was it. That's interesting, isn't it? That you have this uh, Bayheim's Army alumni team, and uh, for a, you know a variety of reasons, you've never you weren't teammates with these. Who are you most excited about playing with? Uh, to be honest, pl- playing with CJ and playing with uh, with, with Ed, even even though to be honest. Cause the, it, when when I was in Syracuse, he was like someone I looked up to because he was still always around campus. I think he, he was taking classes there too, also. So I, I was always bumping into him, and me and him just became cool ever since. And we, we used to always go to gym workout, or, or even when I went back to Syracuse, I I'd go work out with him there. And I just know the type of mindset he got, so I'm, I'm ready to just go on there and win. Now, D- Devendorf is the face of Bayheim's army after about what six or seven years now. Seven years. Seven years. It's incredible. I mean, can you imagine really not playing competitive basketball for most of the year and then suiting up every year for a summer tournament and playing the way he does? But you know what it is, though? He, he, he stays with it, though. Even when he's not playing, he's always, always training. He's always in the gym. He's always sending me pitches in the gym. So I, I know he's always going to be in shape. He's always going to be ready. How ready are you? Because um, actually, I don't know where you were playing most recently. Uh, I, I was playing in Korea, but I, I got back in, uh, in March. But I, I just – I took time off, but I started working out uh, last month. So, I mean, I, I'm in shape right now. I'm in shape. Was, I've been working out every day. Now, you were in South Korea before, right? Was this your second time playing over there? Yeah, it's my second time. Was it with the same club? Mm-hmm. Same team. Uh, so, you were in, like, the – I remember I remember from last time the city was Anyang or someplace right outside of Seoul. Yeah, like like 20, 25 minutes from so, I young see. So, what's it like playing in South Korea? Is it anything? Is it any similar to the Philippines? Uh no, nah, the, the the game the game is different. It, it's not it's not as physical. It's still physical, not not the same as Philippines. But um, 
In Korea, the game is real fast paced. Coaches like everything real fast paced. Everything, everything just fast paced. I, I don't really like that because you know you get tired too fast. But it is what it is. You gotta adjust to the game. But like I said, I'm a culture guy. Just to the culture, just to the food. And the city is a great city. So just like New York. So I, it felt like I was back home. I, I made friends there from last year who I know. So I, I got back this year, and everything was, was good. Seoul is just like New York. How about that? Just like New York. Yeah, just like New York. That must be perfect for you. Yeah, so I, I feel like I was home, to be honest. <laughs> now, that, so you played in, in South Korea. You played in Philippines. You played in China, too, right? Yeah. Well, you've just toured Asia. Yeah, I, I played in yeah, I played in China for uh for a month and a half. Oh, is that this, all? Uh this was in what 2018, I think. My my first year out in 2018. Uh I went to um I played for Shanxi. The the city, oh, I hated the city though. I hated, hated the city. It was for me because everything you do was in the hotel. Like there's nothing outside. Like my city was boring. So I, I didn't really get the experience all of China, but I've seen a couple of good cities there. You seem like a guy who wants to kind of go out and immerse himself in the culture when he travels. I'm big on that. I'm big on that. Like I said, like even when I was in, in, in Seoul, I feel like I was home. I went to see the city and, and everything just felt like New York. I felt like I was home again. I learned the language. I was there for two years, so it, it, it was home for me. So where's your favorite place so far that you've played? in terms of maybe both the culture and also uh, the basketball? Definitely Korea and Philippines. Really? For sure. For sure. That, that's amazing. Um, you know, especially the Philippines part. I didn't, uh, again, not knowing very much about the, the culture or the environment there. Um, so what about next year? I mean, you're playing with Bayheim's Army now in the TBT, and I know a lot of guys you know, sometimes want to use TBT as a chance to get seen. Um, what, what, what's going on as far as you being a free agent and looking the next season? Uh, I, I got a couple uh, NBA uh, workouts uh, scheduled. I'm not going to say any team, but I got like about four or five NBA different workouts that, uh, that I got scheduled coming up uh, after TBT. And three, three out of the five teams are looking for guys like me, and, and the teams don't have any draft picks. So – it, it, could, it could go in my favor, you know what I mean? So I'm just trying to get in the best shape of my life and just be ready for it when it comes. Oh, refresh my memory. How old are you now? I'm 26 now. You're only 26 years old. Yeah. Well, you know, that's because you went pro right after one year of college. You, like yeah, you said, so I, you, you turned pro early. Mm-hmm. So I still got a lot of years left. I'm still young. At the same time, I'm kind of like a vet in this now because almost seven, my seventh year in right now. So I learned a lot. What's the biggest difference between uh, NBA and some of these leagues overseas? Um, well, uh, well, the the NBA is definitely more of an IQ game. Uh, overseas, like um, I, 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 I was in Europe. Europe, Europe is like a real team game. It's nobody really out there scoring 25, 20 every night. You know, like they they they, they go off based off efficiency. So if you go out there. You play 20 minutes, you have you have 13 and 10. That's a great game for them. So out there was good. Um, and in the Asian market, it just it just you have to be a good scorer. You gotta be a good scorer. You gotta play defense. That, that's about it. You know, I always wonder why after just a few years there in the NBA that 
there wasn't another team ready to step up and, and, and sign you. It didn't make sense to me. You were like 21, 22 years old and still just as much of a potential prospect as you were when you came out of Syracuse. Yeah. What happened? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. Um, I would definitely, I would definitely want two, two, uh, good scenes, especially with the Wizards being with the playoffs two years in a row. But I, I always, I always had veterans ahead of me that, that, that were there years before me, real veterans. So I really didn't get the opportunity I needed. But, um, like I said, you, you, you live and you learn. I, I learned a lot. I mean, I'm over my seven year in, so I, I know the politics around it. I know how, how, uh, how hard you got to work to get what you want. And, you know, I mean, just, just to stick around. I'm, I'm just, I'm just blessed that I had. Uh, be play basketball and been overseas and played in great places. You know, you, you only had the one year at Syracuse and really it was only 16 games because of your injury. Mm-hmm. But you come back and you want to play for Bayheim's army. And it seems like you, you, you kind of join in on this network of former Syracuse players that's out there. You know, what is it about Syracuse or Syrac- the Syracuse basketball program that keeps guys like yourself and all these other guys sort of uh, engaged and tied to it? I feel like it's just like a big, a big brotherhood. Like once you go there, it's like locked in for life. Like, um, like I, I always watch all the service. I don't think I miss a service game since I left the school. Like I, I always watch the games. I, I I pay attention to the football games, everything. Like just a brotherhood. Like everybody stays stays in contact. Like I said, I talk to ED all the time. I still communicate with Rakeem, uh, BJ, all the guys I play with. I go see them. They come see me. Or just this thing like that. It's like a brotherhood. Sometimes I think fans kind of don't appreciate that enough, you know, especially time, you know, times when like, you know, some of the guys that leave early like yourself or maybe like a Dante Green or uh, Malachi Richardson, um, you know, if they leave after just one year, like, you know, the fans sort of like, Hey, you should have stayed longer, you know? And I'm like, you know, the players don't have that attitude towards Syracuse that some fans have towards them. You know, you guys still stay connected to the school and the basketball program. What, you know? I, I had a guy uh, hit me on Twitter the other day. It was said the same thing, like, hey, you should have stayed longer or something like that. I'm like, well, listen, that's your problem if you wanted me to stay longer. Like, I, I have my own life too. Like, you could be a fan, but I got I got a family, you know what I mean? I got to feed my family. I got to do what I got to do still at the end of the day. Well, he's he like, y'all understand you. You know what, uh, you right. Uh, I just I just want to see my team uh, be great the next year also. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's on you, but. I got to do what I have to do also. I mean, I understand that fan perspective, but you have to keep it in perspective too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could sort of hope that Malachi comes back, <laughs> but you can't blame him if he leaves either, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think the guy I, over the years that's gotten the worst of that is is Dante Green, hands down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard about it, yeah. Yeah. About, about Dante. But I, I talked to Dante too. Like I never, went, I ain't go to school with him, but I talked to him a lot, only because um he, he's cool. One of my boys that went to uh, Syracuse Law School, they was roommates back in the day when Dante was there. So me and him just stay connected ever since then. How about that? That that's yeah. amazing. Now, so when are you? You'll be coming up to Syracuse soon, I guess, to join the rest of the guys and start training. Yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be up there on Monday, Monday morning. I'll be up Monday morning. I'm just excited to get up there. I'm ready to get up there, ready to start playing. What have any of the guys told you about the TBT and what to expect? Um, not not really. We, we always have Zoom calls at least once a week just to talk about like like the, the task we got. 
and, and how we going to handle things going into it. But not, nothing to – like, what's to expect? I already know what to expect. Uh, TVT is a, is a great tournament. There's a lot of good guys playing in the tournament. Uh, and, you know I mean, everybody come from somewhere and trying to get the same same thing. We're all trying to win. One goal, so. Now, this year, the Bayheim's Army roster isn't all Syracuse guys. You've got guys like DJ Kennedy, uh, DeAndre Kane, who played at Iowa State, and Tyrese Rice, a Boston College guy. Um, you don't know any of those three guys. Have you played with or against them in the pros? Um, no, I never played against them, but I, I watched them play. I watched DJ Kennedy play all the time when he was in St. John's. Um, I've seen Tyrese Rice play before, but I never played against them. So just, just to be on a team with well, – I, I know the type of guys they are. So to be on a team with them. It's, it's, it's even better for us. You know, we got more of a leeway. And like I said, I'm just ready to get there, ready to get things rolling right now. Now, you know, adding those guys, especially DJ Kennedy and DeAndre Kane, who come in from the, the overseas elite team that's won this thing about three or four times. Um, you know, Beheim's Army was already a well-known bunch. I think you're entering this tournament as one of the favorites and with a big target on your back. Yeah, we definitely got a target on our back, but um... – yeah, but it, it's it's a lot of teams also. So we we uh we just gotta take it game by game, and just take it slow. Not not worry about the end goal. The end goal is gonna happen. We gotta take it game by game and make sure everybody's on the same same task. Everybody's on the same uh same wave, and you know go out there and lay on the floor. So you're gonna be up here in Syracuse soon. Probably you'll be in Syracuse by the time we get this, um, up on Syracuse.com and 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 out. Uh, where, where, where's the first place or, or what are the places you like to go when you get back into town? Um, honestly, I, I don't, I don't, my place I actually go to, I used to like going to varsities right there on, um, uh, what is that? On Marshall street. I don't know if it's still open, but that, that hopefully it's still open. If I, if I go there. That's Varsity is still here, Chris. All right. So I, that's where I'm going. That's my first stop. I think the varsity is going to be here long after you and I leave this world. Uh, the varsity. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the first place I'm going to. Okay. So Syracuse fans, if you're looking to get a picture or an autograph with Chris McCullough and you're listening to the podcast still, uh, go to the varsity sometime next week and just wait. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> sure. Um, well, and you get to get back into the Mellow Center. Yeah, I haven't been in a long time, so can we get back in there? Uh, you know, I, I got to ask you one more question. Uh, six years ago when you were here, Buddy Bayheim would have been, what, a high school freshman maybe? He might have been younger than that because I, I remember when he was, damn, how he, he might have been, I think he was younger than that. I think he was in middle school still. What do you remember of Buddy? Um, we, we used to go. We used to go to Bayham's house, and he used to just always be in there, just shooting around in the gym. And then he, he had come to the. He was young though, and he he was he was much shorter than what he is now. But he was just always always out there just shooting around. What was your reaction? I became, I became, a, I became a fan of his. I became a fan of his. So, yeah. What was your reaction watching Buddy, especially like this past March? In yeah, like oh my god, he. he his game just just, just just took off crazy. It took off crazy. Like I said, I be, I became a fan of his. I, I, I watched. I, don't, I didn't miss a game, so I was watching every game, and I was hyped to see what, what he was doing in the uh and uh what's the name in uh NCA. It, it, it was just good. It was good. I'm happy. For what, what Jimmy would have been a year or two older than a buddy when you were here. So 
Did Jimmy was he was he around much? Did you remember him? Yeah, yeah, he, he was around, but he wasn't as much in the gym as Buddy was. Buddy used to always be in the gym. The J- Jimmy wasn't always in the gym like that, so I, I always see Buddy around more. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of the idea of those two guys being teammates next year? And and coaches, uh, you know, Coach Beheim's going to be coaching his both his boys. Honestly, I think that's dope. I think that's dope. <laughs> that's two brothers playing on the same team. Uh, that that's dope. Your father's the head coach. That that's that's the best way. You can't ask nothing better than that. Well, that'll be really interesting. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, But I figured a lot of you guys uh, who used to play here uh, probably remember, you know, little Buddy and little Jimmy running around the Mellow Center while you you guys were getting ready to practice. Yeah, I I definitely do. Definitely do. Well, listen, Chris, I appreciate you joining us here today and uh, sharing some stories. And uh, good luck to you and the rest of the guys on Bayheim's Army uh, as you get ready to play in the TBT. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Man. Hopefully, I'll see you this weekend. I'll be around. Just go to Boston. Don't be. Go to Boston. All right. That, that's a good deal. That's yeah, a good deal. Good. So, if anybody well, sees a really tall 25, 26 year old guy with a really short 57 year old dude, there's just no, that's there's no way. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to thank Chris for joining me on the podcast today. And thanks to you out there as well for listening in. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast and follow all of our complete coverage of Syracuse basketball on Syracuse.com. Until next time on the Inside Syracuse Basketball Podcast, I'm Mike Waters.